Welcome to Late Night Writers. I'm Gretchen, and I'm joined by my mom, Kristen. Hi. And on this episode, we talked to Deb Dehoff, um, who is the owner of Serenity Farms in Northwest Ohio. Their mission statement is to provide equine-assisted opportunities for healing, growth, and learning. They have four different therapy programs for this. So Deb was originally a social worker and came up with this dream of having this farm and being able to help people um, with these therapy programs. And so she um, talks about all the different programs in depth uh, so you can understand what exactly her farm offers. So enjoy. Welcome to Late Night Riders. I'm Gretchen, and I'm joined by my mom, Kristen, Grandma Debbie, and Deb. Hey there. Hi. Hi. Deb, can you tell us a little bit about your role at Serenity Farms? I can. I'm the founder and executive director, and um, so we are 18 years young already. Wow. Yeah, we are. So what programs do you offer? Four major programs. Therapeutic riding from ages 2 to the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, we do occupational therapy slash hippotherapy. Again, ages two to sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy mini horses, which is officially called Team Thunder. We have a herd of four from ages they, the minis, are age two to 12. Wow. And they range from 27 <laughs> inches to 35 and a half inches tall. Oh, how cute. And then we have our last program, Equine Assisted Learning uh, slash Psychotherapy. And that is where we do small groups. So can we kind of break these down a little bit so we can understand what each program does for everybody and what how it could benefit them? Absolutely. Therapeutic writing has, um, you know, we have a wonderful national, international um, uh, oversight, and that's PATH International, created in the 60s to bring standards and guidelines to um, therapeutic writing so that we have certified therapy, you know, therapy um, instructors. It also connects us to... Um, absolutely wonderful insurance, you know, insurance programs so that we really are giving credence to the professionalism of therapeutic riding. And again, from age two to our oldest rider is 68. um, And he has been riding with us for 10 years. And our youngest, um, she started with us at two and a half. And Mm -hmm. we just were part of her senior pictures for high school last Saturday. So that was a moment. (laughs) That was a moment. Um, so that is a writing program. Occupational therapy is also a writing program where the occupational therapist comes in. Her practice is at the farm, and she uh, does her practice every Thursday at the farm. We are seasonal in our in our writing programs for obvious reasons. When the ice is covered the farm, it's mm-hmm. not a fun place to be or yeah. to drive oh, in yeah, and out yeah. of. Plus the horses, you know, they grow so much hair, and they're just... It's hard to keep them clean. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but ours yeah. like the mud. Oh, yes. Uh, and the dirt. So when you oh, yeah. say occupational therapist, the only thing I can think is like in a hospital. So how does this, uh, what do you, how does this translate to horses? Uh, that is a great question. Our occupational therapist is Stephanie. And uh, I urge everyone to look at the, the bios on our website. She is phenomenal. And I will say she is sold out for the year already. So is therapeutic writing. So it's a wonderful problem for us to have. Um, And then we have to keep getting creative in how to add because you can't add 
what you can't serve. Right. And so it is a good problem to have. So if you could imagine coming into the barn, there's a corner of the barn put, um, it kind of has a little corral fencing, and it's called Stephanie's Corner. Aww. And her corner, she starts with her occupational goals there. Then she transitions to the arena where there's a team waiting with one of our two fabulous ponies. <laughs> and then the the patient would ride for a specified time. Then she dismounts, and then they come back into Stephanie's corner to complete their occupational therapy goals. So it is a motivator. Um, It is an absolute – I've been in horses all my life, so I know they're a motivator for so Mm -hmm. many different connections. But to motivate um, outside of four walls is where we see the biggest results in therapeutic riding and occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. It is the horses, the connection, instead of always the person. Mm -hmm. And the people are fabulous – but it's the horse is the motivator. Right. So what, like, um, who is your person who comes in, like the client that comes in? What type mm-hmm. of people come into your program then? Like I know it's from two to on up, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, referrals come from everywhere in northwest Ohio. We serve up to an hour radius of the farm. And it could be from a teacher referring a parent for their six-year-old or two-year-old. It could be from another occupational therapist. It could be from uh, a counseling agency to say, wow, we're stuck where we are. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, a call for um, ADHD, autism. We serve a lot of autism. And so it just serves as a motivator uh, to encourage speech. They will Mm -hmm. speak to a pony or to a horse Sometimes Aww. before us looking into their eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the horse really does serve as the motivator. We just get to help them. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, isn't it, how much the horse does so much? I mean, mm-hmm. they just, how do you, what do you, how do you put words to that then, Deb? How do you, you know, what do you feel that, I mean, I know the horse is the horse, but how could you explain that to our listeners? What do you feel happens? I will take it from some of our parents and some of our guests to the farm, and that is this is where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. When the horse is, you know, horses are prey animal. The horse um, delivers everything they're doing in the here and now. Mm-hmm. That's why therapy works, because we're present in the moment, where in other parts of our life we are thinking about yesterday, mm-hmm. two hours from now, I've got my list for tomorrow. The horse doesn't do that. Uh They are just right here, right now. Yes. And so it brings us all into the present moment to work more effectively, Hmm. and we actually get farther quicker. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So before we go into the other two programs, how did you start this, or what what, did you have a background in anything like this, or is it? Do you have the horse background? (laughs) I do have a horse background. Uh, My father put me on a pony at age five, and I just never got off. Um, I rode uh, professional barrel racing and um, team penning, and a little bit of cutting horses. I dabbled in reining, um, and that was fun. Um, (laughs) So I've been on a horse all my life, and. um, um, and my background is social work. So most of my caseload in my uh, in my social work was abused children. Mm-hmm. And when we moved to Ohio in uh, December of 99, you weren't born yet. Um, <laughs> back when Y2K and everything else, I, I needed... <laughs> so you were pretty little. <laughs> so I needed to kind of reinvent myself. I took a, a part-time position with the prosecuting attorney's office, but knew I really wanted to come out of casework uh, with the four walls in the agency. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually a young man at the local high school that kept approaching me saying, Miss Dehoff, could I ride your horse someday? Oh. 
And he had been in a tragic accident um, where he was in a uh, second grade drunk driving accident. And he was left very impaired. So, you know, it's a lot of different people crossing my path. Wow. So, would you? Could you? Yeah. Would you? Yes. And so I started on a, about a year and a half journey of flying around the United States a little bit and uh, studying with some top centers and saying, hmm, I wonder if I could do this. Wow. And then putting the certifications uh, into place. And the last thing that I, I did was uh, uh, went to Columbus a lot of times to find out how to open a nonprofit and how to lay out the business structure. Because mm-hmm. I never ran a business before. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you feel like your social work background plays a huge part in what you're doing now? Yes. Um, when I, um, I'm very much a, uh, I don't want to say a dreamer, but I've got the more creative side, and my husband is an engineer. Mm-hmm. And so when I had my exactly. everything together, I made a beautiful uh picnic kind of a dinner and we're out on the patio and I said I have something to talk to you about uh-huh. and uh, so he says ah, instead of saying no <laughs> he said uh, God's been creating this all your life oh, wow how sweet wow how sweet <laughs> how wonderful wow <laughs> so it, it slowly took off from there then Deb? it did it, yes we okay. leased an arena um, we have a 20 acre farm um, and uh, so we leased an arena for the first three years for therapeutic riding to kind of, can we do this? Shouldn't we do this? At the time, our board of trustees was also shopping for different land. Should we, how much land do we need? What do we need to, what is this area? And we were new to this area, so not knowing the climate of business okay. and the community support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just kind of feeling like it. We knew there were, were a couple of other mm-hmm. areas, you know, uh, horse farms in the area doing some things. Um, but we I really wanted to structure it after one of those strong facilities that I had visited and spent some time mentoring with. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the direction I went. Um, and it was one of our board of trustees at the time that was standing on our back patio, and she goes, what does your sign say on your uh, little garden shed? And I was like, bloom where you're planted. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. said, why are we looking for land? Aww. If we have, Aww. are you and Paul willing Right here. For us to do it right here. Right here. Oh, so, wow. Wow. Everything wow. bloomed. Yes. So I know we still need to talk about your other programs, but I have one <laughs> other question for you. I'm sorry. So what size indoor do you have, and what seems to work for you? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I know it sounds like you've got mm-hmm. quite a bit going on at different yeah. times. Great question. Um, and, you know, uh, as a barrel racer, you want those 80 by 100 wide by mm-hmm you know, 200 long, but I wasn't competing. I wasn't, yep. none of those things. So I sorted out, I, I was blessed with a wonderful nonprofit consultant that still, as of today, does not charge us a cent oh. to consult with us. And that's part of the blessings of being able to continue to, to do wow. what you do. Um, so she sorted out my business plan after she laughed because she said, okay, in your business plan, it really sounds great, but when are you going to sleep? Well, oh <laughs> you know? so so I, she said, let's start with the size of the arena. And I was like, you're right. What do I need for therapy to ride? So mine is one, uh, 60 by 162. 60 by 162. Yes, that's the okay. indoor. Okay. And then we have nine stalls. Okay. Um, we have four, pa- four pastures and two round pens. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So how many programs are going on at the same time? Do you have several programs mm-hmm. happening or is it just one program during an allotted time? I love that question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, you know, from my days in casework uh, in an agency, 
there was so much going on in an office, even though we had private offices. So it lends itself to confusion, and it lends itself to not focusing. So one of the promises that I made to myself when we did this, um, and thank goodness now 10 part-time staff and 50 volunteers share the same mission, is that we have one thing going on at the time. We, we deal with a lot of very delicate issues at a lot of times. So if it's therapeutic riding, it's therapeutic riding on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning. That's it. Hmm. So those that staff is coming on, those volunteers, the horses know uh, which, which program we're going into because the, the prep is always the same. Hmm. Um, and that just lends itself to a lot of times when people pull in the driveway and they say, we see why you named it Serenity. Hmm. Because we need to leave all of our stuff outside yeah. the gates. Right. And when we come in, so there's not a busyness around. We are also not a boarding barn. So I, you know, my husband, we actually do board the Serenity Farm horses, but the horses are for the programs. Mm-hmm. And um, so that kind of um, eliminates the busyness. And so that's why. And so it, so programs are run on their individual days, depending on those populations, because I also uh, work with those that have been sex trafficked. Mm-hmm. So do you have several students taking part of the program or is Mm -hmm. it like one Mm -hmm. student at a time for different groups or do you have both options therapeutic riding can be up to four riders at a time and it can be up to three classes per day the occupational therapy is one-on-one wow Mm, that's Mm one-on-one i absolutely got the sense of the serenity when i talked to you on the like you were so calm and Mm -hmm. you coming in today i can even sense it with you and i can't imagine how wonderful it must feel in the barn because i can sense it it just feels so Mm -hmm. wonderful Mm -hmm. like oh you could just relax and Mm -hmm. that's really a that's that makes me feel good right now (laughs) (laughs) so nice (laughs) it's it's mandatory um and then there's no drama um, mm-hmm. if we, I would say the worst thing that can happen is, hmm, you know, um, somebody came without a nap <laughs> or somebody came that after school that maybe didn't have a snack and is just a little tired. Um, let's hydrate and figure out how we can change that gear. Right. Um, but you know, the world is not any less busy with all of our electronics and in our barn, there's no oh, electronics yeah. either. Not nice. allowed. Good. Nice. Oh, I uh, love there it. may be some music playing, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we want that tranquil. We want people to be able to come onto the property, leave it behind and go. Right. So a lot of people say, this is my refuge. Mm. This is my mm. refuge. So can you explain your other two programs? Yes. <laughs> we kept mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Four minis. Um, and this came about uh, because there was an employee, um, let's see, it's been nine years ago already, uh, from the Toledo Children's Hospital. There was an employee approached me and said, would you consider doing a mini horse um, as part of your therapy program? And I was like, oh, I've never had mini horses. Okay. <laughs> I said, can I get back to you in six months? <laughs> so went to shopping, bought Thunder, and thus, thus the, the, the team's name is Team Thunder. Uh, he was four years old, a little um, show um, showmanship, and I never did showmanship, so forgive me. Um, and so he was quite the accomplished little fella. So Aww. we bought him, and I went on a year's uh, learning trip of how to maintain, feed, what do you do wrong with minis. His, his, um, his attitude and his personality were absolutely captivating already. Mm-hmm. And so, and then went to study about 
you know, how many horses do this work and, mm-hmm. and uh, studying with facilities and, hi, can we practice at your facility? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And no one said, no one turned us down. Uh-huh. So uh, added Sunny next and we kind of were going with the weather pattern. It kind of happened by accident. <laughs> and then we have lightning. Oh, how cute. And then little Autumn came in last. Oh, sweet. <laughs> She's so 27 so inches tall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And she has a presence. Aww. So we uh, learned to go inside uh, facilities, uh, elevator steps, all those type of things. And uh, we are fortunate to have um, a medical physician on our board of trustees. He is on staff at Northwest Ohio Hospice. Mm-hmm. So we, um, we kind of pinned him down and said, how does this horse need to look to come into your facility? Mm-hmm. And from his standpoint, not being a horse, a horse, a horse person, <laughs> um, and so he kind of taught us to what he would like to see, and we do everything to the best of our ability mm-hmm. to for bathing hooves, um, everything we can do. So even if a horse has a scab, that horse doesn't go out. Mm-hmm. Anything that could, wow. you know. Um, right. Be right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Transfer. Or mm-hmm. Do you anything, take anything too? Yeah. all four, or do you just take one at a time? Depends on the visit. This morning, just Sunny went, mm-hmm. um, and the reason that only one went this morning is because it's been cool. We have not been able to properly bathe them as much as we'd like, so I did a spot wash <laughs> on yeah. him as much as, and then blowing him dry. Um, <laughs> so he is ready to go for the next, like the next two weeks, and then mm-hmm. it should break. The weather should break, mm-hmm. and then we can get everybody um, shampooed. Um, and so the and the um, you know, anyways, it's just it's just a phenomenal program. Another uh, set of volunteers work that um, the trailer. If you look at the website, you'll see uh, a beautiful little aluminum trailer. Walgreen Distribution Center on seven ninety five purchased that trailer for Team Thunder oh, wow. in two thousand thirteen, and so their pictures are on it. You know, oh, so and sweet. it's it's a lot of fun, um, and it's just uh, it's a rewarding program. So just this morning, Sunny visited with thirty three residents at a senior center, Otterbein wow. in Perry, in Pepperville, yeah. and um, to see the engagement, to see the. Um, mm, Smiles, the laughter, yeah. the talking to the, him. It's, it's not about us. Yeah. Um, to reach out and just pet and pet and yeah. pick up. He's got this beautiful long mane just to pick up that mane. Mm. And he's standing there with dreamy eyes just like. <laughs> soaking it all in. Yes. It's so cute. I don't even have to hold his lead. Aww. I mean, it's just he was in dreamy world. Oh, yes, he world. really was. Oh, um, he j- yeah, he just was. So it's so there again. So we bring a little piece. That was one way we could get Serenity off the farm, uh, also um, to to go out into the public a little more. Nice. And so the four minis. Uh, the the two year old is Autumn. We bought her. Um, she's um, she's a little sorrel and white. Um, she may have the biggest personality. She is the tiniest. Her feet are the size of a quarter or like oh, a fifty cent piece. Oh my god. She's 27 oh inches goodness. tall. She weighs a little over 100 pounds. Wow. Um, when she did her premiere visit to hospice, she walked in the door and started to whinny. Oh. <laughs> and just whinny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and so, um, so I checked in with the physicians, and I was like, I didn't train this. <laughs> I'm not sure how to untrain this. <laughs> and they said, look, look down the hallway. And in the hallway, there were family members coming out of the room. Is there a horse in here? (laughs) Because, you know, 
life is what a welcome break what a welcoming yeah and that's just her claim to fame so even though she's tiny she's she's vocal she's (laughs) going to make herself very very known (laughs) but she's trained easy Mm -hmm. um she went right in the elevator the first time if we need to go to second and third floors um but she's just going to be talking through the building so cute (laughs) how sweet is that and she doesn't do this at the farm she just does it when she's visiting Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if she sees herself in a reflection, it's like, what? Talks more. <laughs> Who are you? Um, yeah, she's, she's big and large in her head. <laughs> but she's not. Um, all the horses uh, receive training all the time. People say, how did you get them like this? How do you do? It's, it's every day. Um, it's every day. It's because it's our expectations. And it's the horse handlers that are trained in every scenario. Did you pick them for their disposition, and then so you their you personalities knew from the beginning their their mm-hmm. personalities, and then and then they're on a trial there. period. They're I on see. a trial period. We had uh, two winners ago. Had a, a the most beautiful um, halfling I've ever seen. The blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His name was Snickers. Uh-huh. I mean, he was absolutely. He blew me away when I saw him, and we had him in for sixty days. But his play level was so high. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything wrong. But um, for therapeutic riding or for the occupational therapist, his play was just too too oh. too large, and um, it was sad to let him go. But if I and I often say if I had an extra stall, <laughs> but yeah. everybody needs to be oh. in the program and working oh, in some way right. or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, so there's one more left. Yeah, yep. I was about mm-hmm. to ask. Mm-hmm. Equine assisted learning slash psychotherapy. Equine assisted learning. Um, is open to classrooms uh, with special needs. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure I have permission to talk about uh, Miss Blakeman's classroom from Savannah. Uh, six autistic children, a lot of one-on-one aids. Mm-hmm. She um, has been with us now four years. So the classroom comes out four times or three times in the spring, three times in the in the uh, fall. And Team Thunder goes to the school once in the spring, once in the fall. And uh, so there's a connection made. There is a carefully followed uh, curriculum that our retired teachers and Miss Blakeman have designed. Oh. And um, and then some parts are with the horse and some parts are, are not. Maybe it's a little too much pressure, but it's all horse-related activities. We also have um, team building with teenagers from area high schools, um, athletic groups, and then also with um, any adult group um, um, that may be experiencing some challenges in life. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more than a team building. It's called diversion. Mm-hmm. And it's called it's life skills. Mm-hmm. And so then we will, we will transfer from a learning program to a psychotherapy um, if the needs are greater. And at that point, then it becomes more of an independent. And then a counselor co-facilitator comes in with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Your so, levels are unbelievable from yeah. what you're, you're going to every area it seems like of where people mm-hmm. can benefit mm-hmm. and it fluctuates a little bit you know from year one if you would have told us we would have had te- team thunder mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> but the community talks the community is our input um you know our survey of services we need to pay attention to those what do we need to improve 
why you know it's it's a good thing to be sold out every year. Mm-hmm. It, that's mm-hmm. a good compliment. But now, how does the board of trustees? How do we manage that to either open up another site mm-hmm. or what else do we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, those type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. So you have fifty volunteers. Do you um, can anyone volunteer, or have you seen like did you start out? Is it hard to find volunteers for what you're doing? Um, our our we started age eighteen and up. Most of ours are adult uh, volunteers in their thirties, forties, and up, um, and they bring their professional skill set to the table, mm-hmm. and that's what we find that is extremely important. So we have retired teachers. We have um, mm-hmm. just a lot of different uh, personalities in their mm-hmm. skill set that they come to the table. Uh, we have several veterans. They're giving back. Yes. They mm-hmm. know how to give. Yeah. They're now giving back in uh, helping children and maybe other veterans at our program. So um, do we? I think it's trying to find the best fit to what we do. I think a lot of people say, oh, I love horses, mm-hmm. but they don't know what's involved. Right. Our horse handlers go through an incredible amount of training um, and ongoing training. And not everybody, yeah. it, it's not the right fit for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some volunteer positions that I was interested in. And I thought, wow, I, that's really not what I thought it was mm-hmm. or that's not the right fit. So when we do find those best fits, uh, we retain uh, volunteers for a very long time. So we have volunteers that have been with us since the beginning wow. um, and on. So we do have an open house coming up, and that will be on the website and on Facebook mm-hmm. um, because we, you know, we invite um, you know, a, a number each year to come on in. And then we also do internships with about four or five different colleges. So, and of course, they go on into the blue sky you know, and get their professional jobs and move out yeah. of the area. <laughs> um, but they um, are very, very good. And mm-hmm. so are your volunteers, like, assigned to specific programs, mm-hmm. or can, like, do they work all of the programs? No, they, on the application, it, it says where you're interested. Mm-hmm. From fundraising, uh, board of trustees, into the therapeutic writing and occupational therapy, Team Thunder, or EAL. So you can stipulate after you've heard the orientation of where you might be interested. Mm-hmm. And That's people really pretty cool. know. They pretty much know. It's like, oh, I want to work in that program. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So we went through the part that was, you know, the dreamy and real quiet and and, and serenity, you know, but you are a business owner. Mm-hmm. So as mm-hmm. somebody who is a business owner and horses, our listeners have asked, um, what do you do for your downtime time yourself then? And do you take weeks off or how do you handle that? Our prominent season is March 1 to November 1. And that's when the horses are the busiest. And then we, from about November 15th, um, until about the middle of February, that is their downtime. Um, so whether we need to change horses out if somebody needed to retire or we have a new one coming in, that's time for us to do those things. And there's a lot of paperwork behind the scenes mm-hmm. and a lot of things that the board, um, you know, we have our new budget going on. We have our new, you know, if, we're, if it's a different part of the strategic plan, uh, if we're hiring new people, if we're doing new volunteers, you know, over the winter, bringing them in. There's a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. We really want our families to take off <coughs> for the holidays. We mm-hmm. want them to have that downtime. So absolutely, we do have some downtime. And mm-hmm. that replenishes us. That is something that I did not do. Um, and a lot of our businesses, um, you know, we, we need to have that respite and that yes. that for our for us in business so that we're replenished to come back and do a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you do for 
a break and time off. Do you get any? Do you have any special hobbies that you like to do? Pretty much everything that surrounds mine is horses, but I do have two new grandsons. So I have a three-year-old <laughs> and a two-month-old. <laughs> so I'm enjoying that very much. Um, but pretty much I really love everything around horses. So whether I go to clinics, whether I'm going to um, different types of shows, um, in clinics myself, um, I'm also part of the Pirelli Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that affords me to some, some wonderful things out there to attend that are outside of us. And it also is something part of, uh, bigger than ourselves and then the national uh, organizations that I'm involved in. So those are conferences and things like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you have an event coming up. The, would you like to tell us about that? It's our seventh annual Benefit for the Barn. It started out at Art for the Barn, but we outgrew the arena. <laughs> so we needed to move to our, to our location. This is our seventh annual Benefit for the Barn, and it is just uh, we sell 200 tickets. We, we want to sell out every year, July 13th, 2019. And it is held at the Walbridge VFW. They are one of our partners, and they themselves monthly help fund the work we do with veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a grazing stations, desserts, live silent auction, wow. and it does serve as one of our largest fundraisers for the year in support of operations and programs. Last year, it brought in 32000 Wow. Yes. Wow. And it was just, and it's a fun night. Because, mm-hmm. you know, fun, fun, to me it should be fundraising. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of nonprofits that are very worthy in Northwest Ohio. We want to make sure that we're supporting everybody. Um, but at the same time, it's like, we're that little one too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Is there, is there, I'm sure you have many, many um, things that you remember from what you've been doing for so long, a particular story that would maybe about a, a child or a person who you feel really came forward so you can kind of just show a little bit of what that was. I know it's a tough one, but it is. It's it's we are very fortunate to have many and uh, one of the mottos that I am very strong with at the farm and that is our little things are the big things. Yeah. So however little something is and you know and that's in the horse's world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We take yeah. it back to the horse every time. So um, we had the opportunity to um, do senior pictures two Saturdays ago, and the mom asked, "Could we do our senior pictures there?" Mm-hmm. And it was it was unbelievable <laughs> because this is uh, someone that was brought to us when she was two and a half years old, Aww. and now she's graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have permission to to discuss. Um, uh, Miss Cameron has cerebral palsy. And she was told she would never walk and um, that, you know, maybe the years ahead uh, wouldn't be plentiful. And she's turned 18. She does walk into the barn. She does ride her awesome Annie every week. Um, And um, beautiful parents that absolutely said, we don't believe that. We don't believe that. And here she is, senior pictures with awesome Annie. Yeah. That's incredible. And that's just one of many. We don't need thousands. We need those yeah. stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're not big enough to, to accomplish thousands. Although I will say Team Thunder serves over 3,000 <laughs> so a year. Sweet. I will say that. <laughs> and they work hard. <laughs> that's so sweet. So what's next for you guys? What are you planning on doing um, this summer and following... Well, um, two of our four programs are sold out. So we, from, like I said, March 1 to November 1, 
uh, we work hard. We, yeah. we, we put it all into the best months of, mm-hmm. of Northwest Ohio that we can possibly do. Um, I think we just do what we do. Yeah. We do what we do, and we do it with expecting A++ marks. When we get a survey uh, back from a, a, a visitor uh, or from a parent, if it doesn't say um, that they're wowed or that you know everything is good, um, then we jump on that. Mm-hmm. We jump on it right then mm-hmm. because we can't fix what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, Team Thunder. Um, just this morning, uh, the survey came back. It was a plus plus. You know, wow. <laughs> Sweet. yeah. And we want we want that all the time because we we expect to put that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that should be the American way, yes. all the way. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. I love so much is you say it's from ages two and up. Mm-hmm. And your Teen Thunder this morning. I don't mm-hmm. know if we can say this or not. Was with a person that was. She was 104 young. young. <laughs> and so how wonderful because to me, it doesn't matter your age, whatever age you are, you know, there's mm-hmm. something you can do mm-hmm. to bring joy or um, help mm-hmm. someone with the horses that you're doing. That's just, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. wonderful. And our ages of our horses are age 2 to 30. My barrel horse Sweet. is 30. Aww. And she still works for me. Um, yeah. And she, so... When you have different groups in that maybe try to make it about age or they're hung up on a number, yes, um, it doesn't need to be. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't need to be. Um, I'm still 29 in my heart. There you, you go. Know? <laughs> I don't have time to get old. There I just don't go. have time. Right. And so when people, if, if people come in and they're wasting time, it's like, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. Um, it's like, I, I will take that extra 24 hours, you know. And do you feel like your horses uh, know that they have this job that they do? Do you see a mm-hmm. sense of accomplishment with the horses as well? Absolutely. Again, it's in the here and now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not bribes. It's not treats. It is a job well done. Yeah. <laughs> what does a horse want but that long scratch or that yeah. nice padding? Um, and to go back outside. Yeah. And it's like, I'm free. Yeah. I'm going out to. <laughs> well, the minis don't get a lot of pasture. so um, But they can go run and kick and be with, you know, we think they tell stories within the herd. <laughs> They're pretty easy keepers, those little they, minis. They, they can are. get big really fast. So, right. yep. right. so I learned all of, yes. about dry lots and all that kind of stuff with minis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really great. Um, we'll be taking a short break, and when we get back, we'll enter our next segment, Canter Banter. Do you love horses and live the equestrian lifestyle? Be sure to check out our brand new blog at www.yourhorsefarm.com. We publish three posts per week and feature a free printable equine checklist every month. Yourhorsefarm.com is a great equine online resource, so be sure to share with all the horse lovers in your life. And remember, laugh much and ride often. This podcast is brought to you by Ram Horse Fencing and Stalls, the one-stop shop for your horse farm. Ram is family-owned and operated and has been in business for over 30 years. We welcome you to call in and speak with an expert about your next project today at 866-653-8984. Again, that's 866-653-8984. Welcome back. On this episode of Canter Banter, we're going to talk about when a horse just wants to be a horse. <laughs> um, Deb has some stories to tell. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I think that's what makes um, it the truest with, oh, yeah. uh, with yes. our visitors and our patients and clients. Oh, is yes. you know, I had talked about little Miss Autumn, all of two years old, and she goes into a facility. The electronic doors open up. 
as if it's a princess coming through, I guess, right? Or the, or the queen herself. Or the queen herself. So visualize 100 pounds, 27 inches tall, um, all in her bigness, and comes in, and the doors swoosh open, and she starts whinnying. And so you have faces, bodies jumping out of everywhere, thinking, is there a horse in here? Um, so she cute. continued through the building because then she saw herself in a mirror or reflection, <laughs> and it was like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, you are party. <laughs> but it, and, it, and just what we're doing, I mean, the entire center was in laughter. Cute and maybe goodness. we all don't laugh enough, That's right? right. Yeah. Because yes. everybody's laughing, yes. and then she got a little taller. <laughs> because, so now, unfortunately, we have created now the attention um, now when she when he's inside we laugh so okay we didn't do that right yeah. <laughs> she needs a commercial she needs she does. something doesn't oh, she where she her, her mane is flowing oh, and she walks through her. <laughs> yes, and she, she needs to meet Muffin our oh. mini yes oh. yes our mini is like an exotic mini Miss she, she, she yes Miss she Muffin. is darker and then she has like a balayage so she's got kind of this orange just like brown orange mane she face. looks very exa- she looks like she came off of an island she's just beautiful she, <laughs> she has her. attitude too boy she refuses you. to use the drinking post water like a normal horse and so she gets her paw up and she sticks it in there we call it a it, paw because it's not a hook yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a paw because she's she, little she lets it fill up with water and then goes and drinks out of it she doesn't just like push it down she's with her just, nose. She is, she's so funny, and we have pictures of her doing it. But she Aww. she just has a little attitude. So we know yeah. those little ones do. They really do have an attitude. The minis so. are fun. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I enjoy all, and all four of ours are absolutely different, and they complement each other. Aww. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so they do. sweet. Yeah, and and you had one other thing that you that you oh, did with them I that think the, takes so long to groom them and so forth. You're the saying? grooming, um, you know, because you when, have them pretty. I mean, well, we we try to, or we may let one or two dirty, depending on if it's an equine assisted learning situation. So a group comes in and they, oh, they brush and they, the manes and the tails are gorgeous, hooves are spotless, you know, Perfect. job well done, find yes. some shine under there, yes. and then we turn them out to pasture. <laughs> <laughs> and so the group gets to see, and, they're, and then at that point they're supposed to see what are the benefits of rolling well. <laughs> Why did we do all that work? Yeah. (laughs) But it's just a fun thing. Yeah, it is. That's cute. Uh, We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast and encourage you to share with all your equestrian family and friends. You can tune into the Late Night Riders podcast show every Friday night. Each episode will be uploaded exclusively on YouTube, where you can subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with our latest shows. Do you have a topic you'd like to discuss? We want to hear from you. You may email us at podcast at ramfence.com. Or feel free to leave a comment below. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, Deb. Yeah, thank you. (laughs)